Movie vocals, movie vocals. Cassie and Al, we're gonna be your movie vocals. Well, there are. It's like, how do you how do you become famous? And like, I'm still trying to set up the Instagram thing. <laughs> oh yeah, internet audience. Guess what? We have we have an Instagram and we have a Facebook and uh, full disclosure I created it and then I have uh, I got like a little overwhelmed with everything that was going on last week but I am going to spend some quality time maybe uh, after this today and tomorrow trying to invite people because <laughs> really right now I think the only people oh and I have to make you an admin. Uh, yeah, Cassie. I gotta figure that out. I gotta figure that out. You know, we also I've done have this email. Before. Oh yeah, what's the email again? Oh, crud. Um, well, but you created it. I know, but I didn't. Remember. You're Frankenstein of this. I, I, <laughs> I created a monster. It's alive, barely. <laughs> you guys, this is like the embryo stages. Yeah, so just We're like just a little seedling. In that uterus, we're pumping through. We're getting it done. Yes. They're gonna start taking. You know what? Don't drink, cause then I'm gonna taste that. Actually, I'm gonna love that. But <laughs> I need vitamin C. I don't need too much sugar. I got the one with low sugar. I need protein. <laughs> A lot of protein. Yeah. I want pasta. Oh, I had pasta. <laughs> I had pasta. I had a weird pasta Mike made for dinner. It was not bad, but it's just it's just a uh, day three of it. But uh, it's it's pasta with shrimp and pesto sauce and parmesan, which is normally my jive. But for some reason, it was weird. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. If it's, Would you doesn't say it make tasted it fishy? <laughs> Well, actually, but I, I'm a fish monger. I love fish. I, I love even weird fish that, I know. that should take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I don't think that that was the problem. I just think not enough sauce. You know, I am really a, a saucy person. When when something is too saucy, I usually add more sauce. So, yeah. 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 Um. Wow. I, I found the email, by the way. Oh, cool. What is it? So the email could be used for just to say hi or to email us with a suggestion of either a movie or a leading lady in a movie that you would like us to check out. And it is moviemogals at gmail.com. There's no hyphen, so it's just moviemogals at gmail.com. Super easy. Just you just you know send us an email. Just say hey, just to know that it works. I know it works because I got a bunch of updates from like SoundCloud and Stitcher, but you know. Yeah, but we want to hear from the the fans. Yeah, the fans. Say, just but, be, just just be kind. Don't don't be rude. We're trying here. Yeah, but spoiler alert: there's going to be spoilers probably. Yeah. But, you know, our ultimate goal for this podcast is you watch the movie too. You gotta. You've got a homework assignment, too. Because after, a, well, at the end of each one, we'll, we'll let you know what two we're going to watch next and who we'll be looking at. Sometimes it may be the same person, or it could be someone that's connected with a different movie, but they're in the same originating movie. Yes. 
like a Kevin Bacon situation. Right. Well, so to be honest, when I chose Steel Magnolias as my movie, uh, the reason I actually chose it was for Sally Field. But, mm-hmm. but all five of the women in the cast are so amazing, uh, which obvious, uh, it's Shirley MacLaine, Olympia Dukakis, Daryl Hannah, Julia Roberts, a very young, not yet insano famous Julia Roberts. And, she's, um, she's, she's cute in this movie. I've seen this movie about a million trillion times. And um, uh, the, uh, the reason why I think it's such a good movie there's that scene in the cemetery. Probably at the end. <laughs> it just, I, I just, I'm sobbing, I'm sobbing. I just can't stop sobbing. And it's so cathartic to watch. It's, it's so primal. And every character is like confused and they don't know what to do. And they all handle it so differently. And it's so beautifully done. Um, but the whole movie, well, here's the movie. Here's the synopsis of the movie. So Shelby is about to get married and her mom, Malin, is going to help uh, give her the wedding of her dreams. And so they all hang out in this little uh, salon keeper's house, you know, doing girly, girly, girly stuff. Um, Which is really funny because I hate manicures. I hate pedicures. I don't want people touching my back. Um, I, I, I try. Are you even a lady? It's hard to say. Hard to say. Um, in fact, I like to get my hair cut at brrr, hair cuttery. I so, say sports clips. Well, if it's if it's twenty and under, I'll go. I mean, I get it for free because my mom's a beautician. Oh my god, next time I come into town, I want to get it from you. No, I'm not joking, because I always end up with these ho-hum quaffs. I'm just saying ho-hum. she's pretty dang good. Okay, well, good to know. Noted, noted. Um, <laughs> but, like, life is hard for this group of women. Well, for one, it's just uh, the biggest thing that... They try not to make be like the forefront, but it's hard not to. Is that Shelby has pretty severe diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. You know that one guy in the commercials used to say diabetes. It's diabetes. So which is? It's it's, diabetes. There's a lot of diabetics in my family. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually like. Since the dawning of time, since this movie, I'm like, what is this? And even this girl I just met here in New Orleans that I know, she, like, I think, I I don't know if she has a severe case, but she is, like, constantly pricking her finger and checking her sugar level. It's It just seems so difficult to deal with. Well, there's two types, and if she's younger, she may have type 1 which is the type I think Shelby has because she drops real fast. Where, I mean, my dad's a diabetic. My grandparents have been diabetics. They have type 2, so it's a little easier to control. When it's type 1, it, it's it's a whole rigmarole. Yeah. It really affects um, affects the kidneys anyway, but um, especially whenever this uh, 
whenever this came out, what was it, the 80s? Uh, I believe it's, oh my God, I should know that. Um, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I'm not sure how much like technology they had for people with type 1 diabetes. So uh, I don't think she was getting a lot of the best medicines that we have now. Then I'm sure she did because this that poor girl went through a lot of medical problems. Yeah, she uh, uh, after she gets married, she gets on dialysis and and all these other things. And um and it doesn't it's not it's this very like real life eek, sad story. Um the performances, however, are like I said, pretty amazing. Um I think this this movie has some of the most quotable lines in it that you'll ever find in like a chick flick. I mean, but this this I would say is probably a true blue ch- chick flick. Because if you try to get a dude to watch this, it's just like their ovaries are exploding within themselves. Like, I'll be honest. I, I didn't, I'm not normally into chick flicks, but maybe it's me getting closer to 30. I don't know. Uh, I, I thought I was going to hate this movie. Yeah. Did you like it? I actually really enjoyed it. I was pissed off I killed her at the end, but I kind of assumed they would did since she had a whole episode in the freaking beauty shop. She, yeah, that was foreshadowing i was like oh she's gonna die (laughs) yeah but i mean but then uh well just to tie it into shirley mclean she has that whole scene where she's going through uh truvy's salon and she's angry and she's bringing them (laughs) tomatoes and she's like hey take them i don't know who's gonna eat them and then um they're like why don't you eat them yourself she's like i because all i eat is trash and junk food and and then they they show some concern, and then she says, "The sooner my body gives out, the sooner I'll be happier." Something like that. Yeah. And then, then a couple scenes later, after they all find out, Julia Roberts has like it. She's on dialysis. Oh, they see her arms and the track marks that that look like Shelby. Have you been putting nails on your driving okay. nails up your arms? Yes, Shelby has been <laughs> driving nails up her arms, and she's in dialysis. It's just that severe. Then, like a couple scenes later, uh, Weezer, played by Shirley MacLaine, is like, "I can't believe I said that." I, I, and she's so you can just see like the sadness and like shock in her face. That she's like, "I didn't know she was that sick," and there she is, and there I was, like. Basically saying, I give up on life. I'm trashing life away. Here's Mm -hmm. this young person who. (laughs) Here's this young. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. I'm laughing because two dorky actors just watch my kitchen acting like fools. So (laughs) that's all. (laughs) And they're looking for the tequila. What a surprise. Um, Anyway, it's. It's. It's such a beautiful movie, though. And, um, but yeah, some of the best quotes ever. Like, I love, um, well, my colors are blush and bashful. Her colors are pink and pink. And then, and then, um, I love when Clary says, I love you more than I love my luggage. And she's talking about Weezer. I've actually used that on people before. (laughs) But actually, one of my favorite 
one of my favorite lines and scenes is when actually the wedding is just fraught with amazing lines like uh it looks like two pigs flighting under a blanket when they're looking at the woman's midsection and then that was, that was a bad dress though that was that was a 80s short mermaid dress that right I, um, no i'm not a small girl either but i would not be wearing a tight-fitting weird short mermaid dress also it's white who wears white to a wedding well, that's a, that. Speaking of cardinal rules, <laughs> that and I think red. I actually don't think red is appropriate, but definitely not white. <laughs> I would. But Miss Miss Julia Roberts, I think she's wearing blush or bashful. I don't know which one. Because <laughs> um, they they both also look pink and pink. Or as her mom said, it looks like uh, Pepto Bismol threw up all over the uh, church. <laughs> I also like. Love, love the whole. It's is like maybe a two to two minute moment in time with famous people and then probably an unknown person. But it's when they have the armadillo cake and <laughs> and she's like, Weeza, I want you to meet. Uh, like I can't remember the husband's name right now. Uh, Jackson. Jackson's. Jackson's Aunt Vern. She's from Alexandria. And she's like, oh, do you only do? And then she goes, it looks like an autopsy. <laughs> I love that. But it and, did. <laughs> and, and she's like, do you only do armadillos? Like, no, I do everything except snakes. I don't got the counter space. <laughs> but seriously, this armadillo cake, it, it's cute for a homemade cake. But well, it has so much fondant on that thing. Yeah. You can't even then, eat you can't even eat half of it. <laughs> this is before Duff became famous. <laughs> she think about it. She was doing what Duff does now. Exactly. <laughs> but without the then, rice krispies. Without the rice krispies. <laughs> but like the best part is when uh uh drum Eatonton, which is Melin's husband. Played by Tom Skerritt. He goes up to her at the wedding. He's like, oh, wait, can we just leave all the shit behind? And guys get a piece of cake. And she's like, I'm not talking to you. And then he's like, just a piece of cake. She's like, here. And she so aggressively, with gives the him- biggest, like, chop motion, gives him the dupa, which is <laughs> Polish for derriere. And then he goes, mm, mm, nothing like a good piece of ass. <laughs> She's his neighbor, isn't she? With yeah, that's, dog, that's with why anxiety. he hates him because he's he's um freaking shooting birds out of the trees in order for the birds to go away. But then like it's messing up her dog, and like and like and then all the birds are like now shitting on her house or something. Well. I mean, it's because Miss Blush and Bashful didn't want any birds at her wedding. But if it, if a bird, like, shits on you, isn't that supposed to be, like, good luck or something? Because one does on Weezer's face. Oh, I, do. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. Shirley MacLaine particularly has a lot of great lines. Like, when she's really angry in the salon, this is after the wedding, and she's like, uh, Clary is like I'm thinking about support and theater what do you think and she's just like fine I don't have to go there I could just give them a check 
And then she's like, I don't have to go to theater because I could fall asleep at home for free. If I, <laughs> if I want to see a movie, it's all trash. All it's got is sex in it. And if there's a book, it can be made into a miniseries. That was my and favorite like, part. And <laughs> then, like one of her and, favorite lines was that. Well, the, the best line in that whole scene is Clary goes, I don't think you seem like a very happy person. She goes, happy? I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> very bad mood for 40 years. She's um, She almost sits in her dang tomatoes, too. Yeah, that does happen. Should oh, I, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I confused scenes. Malin says that. She goes, oh, if that's really how you feel, that ain't healthy. And then she's like, don't be worried about me, Malin. I've just been unhappy. I've just been in a bad mood for 40 years. It's like, that is that is a hilarious line. That Weezer, needs to be on a bumper sticker somewhere. Weezer is the crotchety, rich old lady, southern lady, let me read, that we all want to be. She just says whatever she wants, but you know she has a heart of gold. Yeah. Although I feel, I wish I was, if I had to choose, I would want to be more like Clary. Because she is hilarious. She's, she's she's more like me. Um, uh, would you say your pants on eggplant on aubergine? <laughs> she's exactly. like, Will you shut up, Clary? All they want to know is about touchdowns and penalties. She thinks she's literally the color commentary. Yeah. Exactly. You know, when I was a child, I used to have a friendship bracelet making club, and. <laughs> Yes, I know. I aspired to so high of standards, friendship bracelet making. And I would entitle them names like, this one is Sunset Bay. This one is called Seesaw. <laughs> Seesaw. I'm picturing really, yellow and brown. This, I believe Seesaw was like red and yellow and blue. Blue because like oh. it's children primary colors. Uh, Sunset Bay was like oranges with pinks. What, was it those bracelets made with that weird plastic? No. Oh, okay. It was made with yarn, real oh. yarn. Oh. I'm from the olden days. We had yarn. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yarn. Um, <laughs> but but I remember thinking. This is a dope job. And then even when I got a little older and I would look at my mom's Avon catalogs and like there, there's like a whole row of red colors that are just slightly different that are like, you know, like Rouge Mystique, uh, Amber Waves. And it's like, who is naming these? Is this an actual job? And if so, I want this job. I want I could do that all day. I could I mean, do that all day. I like red nail polish, and in my closet, it, there is at least six different types of reds. I bet one is called Cherry Bomb. Oh, that's Cherry fun. something. Cherry's Jubilee. I Cherries. think I have one called like uh, I think one's called Apple Pie, and then there's Red like, Alert. Red Alert. That one's fun. I'm sure I have something called Vixen. Oh well, clearly. <laughs> hey, guess what? I just looked up. Steel Magnolias was made in 1989. So we're at the end of the 80s. End of the 80s. Is is it me or did like Weezer, which I thought was spelled with a W-E-E-Z-R, like the band. Like the band. But it's spelled French and I'm still pretty sure they're saying it wrong. Because their name's like (laughs) 
<laughs> well, because it's 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 Weezer, but I don't think I think it'd be like Weir, the way it's spelled. Oh yeah, the I get ER. So I think it'd be like Weir Bardot. She has a really French name. You know, she's got a fancy house. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the South though. The the husband's name is Drum. Malin. Malin is M apostrophe L Y N N. Yeah, I had a patient. Her name was um was it Melissa technically, but they did the same spelling like that. The M apostrophe. So it's oh jeez, Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to call that patient, and I was like, well, it's more like Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa. I was like, how the hell do I say this? Did you have like a favorite scene or? I'm, I'm gonna say though I watched it for Shirley MacLaine. I don't know if I had a favorite scene, but my favorite character besides Weezer, because she was great. Every I wanted to be this crotchety old lady with her. You know they're dating at the end. I'm sorry, she finally gets herself a man. <laughs> not that you need one, but she seems lonely. But she's pretending she's not because it's Weezer. My cat's being weird and opening the door. Scared me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but I like. Can we talk how cool Dolly Parton is in this movie? <laughs> She's so cool. Yes, she is so cool. Her hair is like gorgeous in this movie. Those yeah. curls are amazing. And I thought she was gonna suck as an actress, but she does not. No. This is why she... I love Dolly Parton. Yes. There's a line that she says that I actually just started saying in real life, but not on purpose. I just realized, hey, where am I getting that from? And then I realized maybe a couple of years ago that, oh, you're talking about Truvy. Because she goes, well, I wear a size seven, but uh, but my feet feel so good at seven and a half. I wear a size eight. <laughs> so she's really, and like, that's, that's literally what's happened to me. I used to be a six. Then I was six and a half, and now I just get a seven. But, like, I didn't think your feet grew. But then recently I've been told, uh, yeah, they do. I think it's more like the arch, flat, the arch flattens more. I think. I have insane arches. Like, insanely yeah, big arches. I'm going to just say they keep changing the sizes of stuff, and we're going to blame it on them. But... Favorite, yeah. I'm trying to think of my favorite scene. There's a lot of good parts. Oh, I do like the part where there's, it's at the beginning, and Dolly Parton's character, uh, truly, is she's made all these stupid, like, Easter eggs for the Easter egg hunt, which if you think about oh, it, yeah. they're hard-boiled eggs in springtime in Louisiana swampland. <laughs> that has to be nasty. They're putting these outside. Those have to be gross, right? How nasty that had to be. Because you can't eat those. They've been sitting out. <laughs> I don't have the same views on food as others. I'm willing to take a risk or two. <laughs> Not in the Louisiana sun. I'm just saying. In the meat. Look, I ha- do you want to hear something? I <laughs> actually, internet lovelies, don't know if you know this. I live in New Orleans. And Cassie lives in Chicago and area. And but every day I've been boiling eggs for breakfast and I bring it to school. Well, I kept putting it in this mini refrigerator at the school. Lo and behold, I learned 
That is not even a working fridge. Ew. So you've been incubating your eggs. Nice. It, they were really roasty toasty by the Gross. time. But it ends where I have found a fridge that is working and viable, thankfully. Yeah. But back to well, my, my scene is when I think that dog takes off as Weezer's that's losing its fur because it's got anxiety. And they're all loading these eggs in that there's got to be like... Oh, I don't know how many dozen of these things. It's filling the trunk, and they're trying to be careful with them. And she just slams down the trunk and crushes all the eggs. And the look on Dolly's face just kills me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she was. She tried so hard because she's been on her like her husband's butt the whole like part we've seen her introduce for him to finish those eggs. Yeah, yeah. And then they just end up getting destroyed anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it was actually enjoyable, even though I got it confused with fried green tomatoes. I've never seen that. I wasn't sure which one it was. I don't know why I don't want to see that. I mean, I'm sure we could, because I, I believe a lot of really great people are in that. But I, I just mean, have never seen it. I mean, we don't have to. I just thought it was that sappy <laughs> movie. I'm not a sappy movie fan as much. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with chick flicks. I'm just not normally a fan, but I'm starting to kind of get worn down now. So, I think it depends on the kind of chick flick. I would much rather cry and it be like emotionally unsettling than it be like uh, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, because that's, I thought it was going to be kind of dumb, but it actually was a very endearing movie. Yeah, you end up like feeling sad and happy for all of them in a way, you know, like even at the very end when like Daryl Hannah, who's such a loose cannon and a question mark and like an enigma. <laughs> and then character. she's like, she's like, well, what are you going to name the baby? Shelby. And then like you can see that it's like touch them. Well, what if it's a boy? Shelby, I guess. <laughs> like they're still going to name it Shelby. And I think that's a testament to like. These people were so close, and, like, they are always going to stand by each other, blah, 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 you know. But that's was, nice. Yeah, what sucks is, though, is that, well, I mean, Shelby got what she wanted. She foreshadowed it at the beginning where she's like, I'd rather live what, for, like, 10 seconds of something magical than live, like, oh, the rest of my life with nothing. And she literally gave her life to have a kid, which just yeah. made me sad. Oh, my God. Oh, it's brutal. Which I don't, oh, she said that, and then she has kidney issues, and she oh she's oh she's gonna die somehow. They're and really then, setting us up. But then you know it sucks though. I know it was the times, it was the eighties, but she did what every sorry sorry ladies every mom had done in the eighties. I don't know if they do it now, but they chop all of their hair off. Oh yeah, no, they still do that. This is more like her. Okay, her hair looked like a wig my grandmother got out of a catalog. Oh no. Which looked fine okay. on like an older woman, but she's twenty. <laughs> well, well, who did it, Truvy or Anel? Because Anel's just starting out. It was Truvy, like it was a cute oh. hairstyle, but it's also oh, eighty-nine, so. Yeah, there's some taste issues. Because you know, Dolly's never had a haircut like that. Ever. No. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> she still looks lovely. This is just my ode to Dolly Parton. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you, you want to scooch on to the apartment? I can. Um, the oh, apartment okay. is a much older movie. I think it's in the 60s. 
Yeah. And it has um, Jack Lemon and Miss Lo- lovely Shirley MacLaine. And she's a young, young little thing with giant eyeballs. And I think she's adorable. Speaking of short haircuts, though, that looks wonderful. <laughs> that looks wonderful on her. If I did that, I would look like a lesbian. Nothing wrong with that. It's just you. I would look like a butch lesbian. And that's just not my vibe for me personally. For you. <laughs> Same. Totally. Totally. It's, so, it was made in the 1960, even. Oh, wow. I got that. But I don't even remember what this guy does. But Jack Lemon's character works for this big business place. And he is he lives in this big upscale apartment where he lets people, which is all these big ways at his apartment, at his apartment, at his work, um, kind of rent his apartment for the night so they can go cheat on their wives. I can't put it any nicer that way. <laughs> So literally, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And it's done in like in a lighthearted way. I mean, he gets a cold because he gets locked out of his apartment because some guy was a butt and didn't return the key that he stuck outside. And he tries to reschedule everybody and do a little shuffle. But he still somehow can't do it um, because his big boss wants to take a lady of the, well, no, he treats her like a lady of the evening, um, wants to take a lady over there and he's got a cold. So, and the lady he wants to take is Shirley MacLaine, which is the cute ele- elevator lady. I don't know why they need elevator operators in this elevator. She just <laughs> hits buttons. I would kill for a job like that. <laughs> she did. Like, in the old ones, it used to be, like, a little, like, like a lever. This one, she just pokes a button. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> everyone can do this, but okay. Whatever. But then we wouldn't get her in this movie. So, <laughs> He's got a crush on the cute little elevator girl who is seeing the boss on the side, who we find out he keeps lying to her about leaving his, you know, leaving his wife. He's just sleeping around the office. So um, she ends up staying the night after the dude leaves the night they're there. And Jack Lemon comes back to her passed out on the bed because she's taken all of his sleeping pills. Yes, but... Yes. So, the pl- the plus is she does survive because there's a great doctor next door. Oh well, <laughs> great or abusive? <laughs> I mean, he he um, actually like fun fact. There's this part where he's trying to get her to wake up because you know she took all the sleep. Oh yeah, pills. I wrote he about act- it. Yeah. Would you like to say it? You I know? wrote the doctor scene. So much to talk about. How many times does he have to? Slap her across the face. Force feeding coffee. Super violent. That's actually the note. Do you know that had been like scalding hot if you thought about it? Yeah, but like also the slaps are like, I know that this is an old movie, but like when you hear a slap across the face nowadays in movies, it's like, it's not that bad. But this was like, they were like wallops. He's like, I wouldn't say he's slapping her. I would say he's walloping her freaking face. He he actually was slapping her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it looked, I guess it looked funny. So they're like, oh, well, let's actually smack her. Yeah, you have to practice that shit. It's called stage combat. Even if it's a slap, you can't just like decide someone's face. That's full game. Full game. Well, I also wrote other notes. Like, I guess notes. Why is Jack Lemon renting out his house 
for party boy reservations to begin with. Because, hey, guess what? I was thinking this throughout the movie. Um, This could be remade right now. Oh, yeah. This could be like, uh, who's that one with the the ribs? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Not that one. The one I was thinking of the one who's really hot. He could be the boss. Um, the one that's really hot. The <laughs> one who is in High School Musical, who Zac just Efron? recently was. Yes. Zach Afron <laughs> could be Sheldrake. And then um, the uh, the boy who is in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall could be Jack oh, Lemmon's character. The dorky guy that's cute and makes the vampire musical. Yeah, yes. What's his name? Um, Seagal. Jason Seagal. Jason Seagal. 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 Sorry. And <laughs> Sorry, we were thinking Seagal. of Steven Seagal, who is oh. totally <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> and then I don't know who would cast as the girl, but oh. any Yahoo. No, we need somebody kind of sassy. Because she is a sassy mouth lady. Maybe uh, the girl who, that girl from, <laughs> how come I don't know actors of nowadays? Um, the one who's a redhead who is in Superbad and also the musical Hollywoodland and Zombieland. Uh, Emma Stone? Yep. <laughs> yep, that was who it is. So I mean, thanks for just naming all the actors. I was thinking. I try, I try. <laughs> Also, I love Emma Jason Stone. Jason Siegel, Emma Stone, <laughs> and uh, Zach Efron. Is Zach Efron? I don't know about Zach Efron, but maybe he should be a little older. But. He's younger. He's much younger than Jason. He is? Are you I think, sure? I think so. I think that one is just aging differently than the other. I mean, one is getting hotter and the other one just kind of stays the same. I also wrote, why is everyone cheating? <laughs> Every. <laughs> Every guy in this place. I no, mean, not even every guy. There's a scene where a woman who he, he takes to the apartment when he discovers Fran Koblich, he's got a woman. And when he discovers that Shirley McLean is like passed out on his bed, the woman's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, I just realized <laughs> that there has to be something. Should just wait till my husband hears that you treated me so bad. I'm like, uh, based on the, uh, the 60s, he's probably, if he wasn't in jail, her husband's in jail, by the way. Um, yeah, she's cheating on her husband in jail. You're going to tell him that you went wait, to go. Wait, how is, what do you mean? Was there a scene where she says her husband's in jail? Yeah, when um, oh, I missed at the bar, that somehow. at the bar, when you know, part way looks all sad and she's blowing like uh, the, the the straw wrapper on him. Uh, she says that when she's sitting there all sad, um, because they're both you know, depressed drinkers at this point. Because I think it's like Valentine's Day or Christmas, I New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Yeah, right. no, okay, someone's dressed as Santa though, that might be Christmas, and then Eve. he re- and then he refers to. Her saying, when when Shirley MacLaine does wake up, he's like, it's the 24th. You can't be alone today. Or something like that. Oh, that's right. Because Jack Lemmon's character is a good guy. Yes. Even though he did bring home a married woman. He did. No, she was married. But he did kick uh, her out. <laughs> well, so. you know, sometimes we don't have very good consciences. He was drinking, but you know, whatever. But every guy in that freaking building, all of them are just cheating on the vibes. 
All of them. Yes. Every single one of them. Uh, and I the will one, say, yeah. The one it's floozy, brutal. I want to be rude, but the floozy, the blonde, that um, she's all mad that they got kicked out on New Year's Eve or something or Christmas Eve. I think she's dating more than one dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're hot to trot, you can make it happen. Yeah, I mean... My, I mean, that's when you're trying to sleep your way to the top, which is kind of what Jack Lemmon's character is doing by pimping well, out his apartment. Exactly. I don't think he realized until he was doing it. And then finally at the very end when he realizes it, he's like, okay, I guess that this is all. <laughs> it, it, it's a very simple movie. There's not a lot. There's no depth. It's a dark, it's a it's dark comedy, dark. I would say. It is. I did write, why is Jack, okay, go, why is why is Jack Lemon deluded in thinking Shirley MacLaine wants him? He must be insecure and lacks confidence. Because there are so many scenes at the very beginning where she doesn't really show. She he flirts with her in the in the the office, mm-hmm. and she kind of ignores him. Mm-hmm. Then he kind of convinces her to go to see Music Man, and then she's hands him up what part of this is equaling out to this girl's really into me this girl's really the one i mean he's relentless and he's weird i don't care how cute he is but if this guy existed in the real world and he keeps bugging you at work you would avoid him like she she runs the elevator i would just close the door yeah if she's not well what so what are you saying that you think that she was playing hard to get no, I think he's weird, and she didn't You care. do think he's weird. Yes. Yeah, no, what I mean is, like, yeah, I mean, she's a little flirty, but I think that's just her personality. Some people yes. think she's flirty. And she's got those yes. really big eyeballs, so that doesn't help her any. And she's she's the elevator lady. She's going to make, she has to make conversation. It's weird if you don't. So, I mean, she even tells him, I already have a date, sorry. And then he continues on trying to still go out with her, might I add. Every every bit of the way the men act towards the women is just a a, a mirror of the time. It's just so like ugh. like they, they get to decide everything. Yeah, I mean they try and make him like this knight in shining armor type, where he's also kind of like that. They make him like a creepy like a good guy always finishes last kind of guy. But oh, I, I just he's not. Jack Lemon is a good-looking guy, and he can be charming. This character, I don't think, is charming, but they're trying to make him off to be, because he takes care of her when she's sick. He takes a punch from her brother-in-law. I mean, it kind of seems forced at the end, where she just runs to him to play their game of uh, rummy. Gin. Gin rummy, yeah, gin, sorry. The, the character of Weezer and then the character of Fran are two different women entirely. Weezer would not have put up with that shit. <laughs> oh my god no way yeah yeah these are, but these are like, two sides of shirley mcclain but certainly i think fran from the apartment is she's kind of like oh like the character says some really funny things but then she says some really sad bizarre things like i love in the very beginning there's actually a line about her cutting her hair and she goes well it was making me anxious so i had to cut it all off like, oh, your hair makes me anxious? Okay. And uh, 
Then there's like a sadder line later where she's in the office, I believe with Jack Lemon. And there's like a mirror or something. And it's like, it's like a pocket mirror. And it's like shattered. And I think he said, oh, why are you keeping that around? She's like, she says, I I wish I could quote it correctly. Says, the mirror cracking is kind of like myself inside. It shows the inside of myself. And she says it all melancholy. Oh, this is right before. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I'm yeah, she says, like, he's like, why do you keep a broken, uh, broken mirror? Like, oh, it's, uh, why do you keep that mirror? He's like, well, it's broken. Like, I, like everybody else sees me or, or how I feel. I get to see myself how I actually am, which is. That's it. Thank you. Like, That's ugh. the correct English. It's somebody so has, someone who has depression, though, that, that did hit the soul for a minute. But then you're like, but girl, no, he's a trash ball. Like, why are you with that guy? The very, near the very end where she's telling uh, Jack Lemon, she's like, He's a taker, and I'm a, and I'm a take. I don't remember what she calls herself, but she's saying that people are takers, and then people, and the other peoples are the take honors, kind of like that. And that she was okay, and that, and I often think that about myself like that, just because Mm -hmm. after you have enough situations where people take advantage of you, you're like, I must fall for a lot of people who seem genuine. But they're actually quite disastrous. And the problem with that is I'm a really bad judgment of character. (laughs) I mean, I like to pretend I am very good at that. But especially in love, I I have no skill in, like, red flag. Like, oh, that's a red flag. No. It's all like, where's my heart? What does my heart say? And you think, oh, well, this person is genuine. I'm going to believe what they say because what I say is truthful. Not everybody's like that. Yeah. Some people take advantage of those people, which the Jack Lemmon character is more genuine. Kind yeah, of. he is. But he's still just, yeah, definitely I wrote he's delusional. They haven't even had a relationship yet. He's already like, hey, she's my, she's my dame. And like, <laughs> no, Jack, she's not even... She talks to you sometimes in an elevator. To a degree, I kind of can really relate to Fran, Sherlyn McLean's character, because she just has, like, this bubbly quality where people think she's interested and they think that she is flirting. I often give off that because I have a tendency to flirt with everyone. Sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it, though. And that's my only sad little defense. But it is it does become hard because sometimes I'm not even realizing I'm doing it. There's one part that's so misogynistic. Somebody gets off the elevator and they like they like take their bag and they kind of lightly tap her her dupa, her derriere. And you're like She does tell him off though. She does, but doesn't ha- stop it from happening. I think that I mean, those kind of, I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I could not be aware of the world. It has been COVID times, but I feel like Me Too has definitely taken that to a different uh, end of the pendulum. Hopefully, where like I don't think men in general feel comfortable enough to do anything. 
<laughs> which is fine. That's great. That's a great place to be. We could start from the beginning, maybe. <laughs> but like we train all of society. <laughs> like so, I just that scene itself is just also another sign of the times where. You're just watching it going, gosh, we are leaps and bounds ahead, but we still have ways to go. Yeah. And isn't that the, that's, that's the sadness of history. I, I mean, we it learn. Let me repeat. I will, I will tell you this, Cassie, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I did not enjoy the movie that much. I thought it was good, but I thought it was weird. I was like, yeah, it is a weird movie. A, why, why is he doing this? B, why is he like <laughs> this? C, why is she doing this? D, why is everyone on crack and no one is faithful? <laughs> e, e. Oh, and Michael <laughs> keeps saying it's the original Airbnb. Jack Lemmon's place. He was ahead of his time. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think he could have probably afforded to stay there. I think that's why he's doing it, and he was trying to sleep his way to the top. So what, are you telling me that the people from his office, do you think that they were paying him? I, I kind of think they were paying him. No, they Somehow. never. But, or but then he's ordering them liquor and snacks. One guy's like, True. what about the cheese and crackers? <laughs> God. It's like, you can't pick up a Ritz and a Velveeta on the way? What the fuck? Am I your maid, too? I mean, the dude either doesn't know how to cook or he's that poor. He doesn't own a colander. He uses a tennis racket. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, genius. Genius. I kind of want to try that. it. I kind of want to try it. But no, I picked it because it was weird. I'm not always going to pick a movie because you might like it. That's good. Well, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I just guess in my head, I was like, I, I, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What? I just kept thinking, well, this isn't going the way I thought it was going to. Oh, at all. <laughs> See, but that's, that's, good. How, that's how I felt with Steel Magnolias. I went in going, I'm going to hate this. This is going to be a sappy bullcrap movie. And then at the end, I'm like, the stupid movie is going to make me cry. Shit. So did you cry? <laughs> almost. But they pulled me you out. Almost of it. cried. Almost. But they oh. pulled me out of it when uh, Clary was trying to get um, Melinda punch Weezer and make herself feel Oh, sure, sure. Well, and that's the part that is so brilliant, though, because, like... It was just... I find... I think Steel Magnolias was more appealing because it was just so human. So it was more relatable. You could see somebody in literally the same situation today. Yeah. I I wish I had all these old lady friends. I don't have any. (laughs) Well, we have to become old. I know. We'll be friends. But well, true. But then I still <laughs> only have like two friends. Well, you know, that's the cool part of it too. It's not really cool, but like the group itself, technically, it's two old lady friends, two middle-aged friends, and then two younger girls. And the two younger girls kind of are a little bit uh, like adjacent. They're like in a different tree. They're like on different branches. Cause like the one's just the daughter, so who knows if the daughter would be friends with them. Then Annelle just works for them. So it's not so it's not like she's like, oh, they, they really love me, I really love them. Like, they grow to love her. I see myself in my head as an Annelle. Oh, I think you could do Annelle. She uh, is the craziest character, but I love yeah. her at the end. Those chunky highlights and frizzy hair at the beginning were adorable. She goes through a hoe phase, which yeah. is great. 
It's, <laughs> Which is great. It's, it's a transformation. Yeah, but then she just becomes yeah. a lovely lady later. But yeah. Then, Shelby's kind of quiet in the mirror, but she's, I don't know. She's not like my favorite character. I'm not a huge Julia Roberts fan, though. But oh, yeah. Well, speaking of other movies and stuff, do you want to do the big reveal for next week? The big reveal. Let's see. Drama, please. So, uh, do you remember what yours is? I'm trying to remember exactly the title because I have it in my head. Well, I could tell you mine. Yes. Okay, mine. I want Cassie and you, lovely internet audience that has yet to have a really fun name. I want you guys to watch Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. Guys, I know it's a musical. I know some of you might be like cringing. But there's a performance in it that just is. There's actually more than one performance in it that is so amazing. Um, The reason I thought about it was for Julianne Moore. But also Amy Adams is in it. Which I think parlays into Cassie's film. Which is... It's going to be Nocturnal Animals for Miss Amy Adams. And that was a hard choice because I really like Hannibal. And I almost chose Hannibal for Julianne Moore. I almost did. Hannibal? I've never seen that one. Ah, damn it. No, that's okay because I've been actually Nocturnal Animals. You know how we're talking about all the tabs we have on our phones? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my tabs. Because someone had told me that a long time ago that I would really like Nocturnal animals. We'll get so, this. It's fine. so we pick some. We pick the movies separately, but also there's like a through line. So they both star Amy Adams. Um, they Amy Adams, pretty spectacular. Oh, and everything. Yeah. I had so many choices. I could I could have done the Muppets movie. I I have actually not seen either one of these movies. So oh I will be, I'll be going in blind to both of those. That's amazing. Well, I, I just saw Jared Evan Hansen on the plane I took this weekend. And uh, <laughs> get your Kleenex out because I just about sobbed almost every other scene. He's not a teenager. No, but. Ben Platt, he's very old. He, for the role. For the role itself. It for the role itself. I think it's because he played it on stage. Anyway, it's such it's such a good piece of work, and also I can't wait to watch Nocturnal Animals because that's gonna be fun. I'm we, excited. We get our little true crime little thing without it being a true crime podcast because we love them. Movie gals, movie gals, Cassie and Del, we're gonna be your movie gals.